Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. It's uh, Thursday. Steelers getting ready uh, for their final home, um, road home trip. Game, yeah. final, final road trip of the season. Final game of the season. And I got a little bad news today that uh, Deontay Johnson goes on the COVID nineteen list. A uh, lot to lot to uncover, uh, unpeel here with all this. Uh, yeah, I'm right. throw some things by you, but okay. Losing Deontay Johnson for this game. Uh, the last time they, the Steelers played the Ravens, they beat, beat them uh, 20 to 19 back on December 5th. Mm-hmm. Deontay Johnson had eight catches for 105 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, I mean he's a great player. I mean, scored the only two touchdowns only he had. Two touchdowns the game. <laughs> I think this is about as bad a loss, not name Watt, that you can have. You yeah, know, just for the matchup and the way that uh, the game script I expected. Because you know, I'm sure we'll get into it, but everyone's just throwing on the Ravens. You know, yeah. their run defense is good. But it's their pass it's defense great. is so bad. They're yeah, you know, they, right. People are uh, they're giving they're they're number one in the league against the rush, but that comes with a big asterisk. And people are running like thirty four percent of the time against them. right. I you mean, just don't run on them. Like they, uh, I sent this stat to you last night. They've allowed or teams have run against them. Um, the Steelers teams have run against the Steelers four hundred and I'm gonna find this four hundred and sixty two times. Okay. Teams have run against the Ravens 348 times. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Because I mean, you don't have to. Yeah, it's three quarters <laughs> as much, you know. So and here's their here defenses their, are different. Here are their passing stats against this year. They gave up 409 yards in the opener against uh, the, the uh, Raiders. Then it was 343. 192 against the Lions. 148 against the Broncos. Two teams that just, no, so just can't throw the football. Teams, yeah. Right. Uh, then it was 390 against the Colts. And this is when they had Marlon Humphreys. Yeah. They had their best game, that game against the Chargers, where I think it was more about the Chargers. Just, just They really laid neck yeah, in that game. But 182 right. yards. Then they gave up 409 passing yards to the Bengals the next I week. I say, this is when it started yeah. to get bad. Uh, they did give up 187 against the Vikings um, in a win. They also gave up 131 rushing yards in that game. Then it was 290, 260, 222, uh, 236, 190, 250, 498, <laughs> 300. Yeah, if you want to keep passing the ball against them, you can just throw it all day long without question. And I, I'm sure we've laid this out before, but how the the Ravens are structured is we're going to invest crazy in man coverage corners. We're going to generate pressure through blitz. Last year they were the blitz heaviest team in the league. They were like 50 percent blitz. This year they lose Peters in the preseason. Shortly after, or not shortly after, but you know into the season, Marlon Humphrey, who I think is even better than Peters. And now they're on street guys. I mean, really. Yeah. I mean, their their corners are 
not really NFL players. Anthony Havret, who's their best guy right, right now. They're, they're a, and he was one everyone picked on early in the year. Yeah. Right. Uh, he's not, he didn't practice yesterday. He's dealing with a chest injury. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't expect him to play in this game. Like, they're real, really scraping the bottom of the barrel. Oh, here. absolutely. I mean, and like, it's not like they, you know, they have an Akella Weatherspoon there. Oh, we found somebody. No, no, they no. They haven't found anybody. Scraping <laughs> practice squads and off the street or anything they can get. So as a result, they haven't blitzed as much. They've played more zone. And they're dead they, last in the NFL <laughs> against the pass. Dead last against the pass. And compounding the numbers you mentioned, they give up a lot of big plays through the air, too. A 12.9 yards per catch Which that is they monstrous. allow. Yeah. The next closest team to that mm-hmm. is the Detroit Lions at 12.2. Right. I mean, they're more a than a half a yard scene. over right. the course of the— We're 17 games into— Or 16 games into this game, scene. Right, yeah. yeah. This Someone is the co- idea, course right. of the season. They give up more than half a yard more than the next closest team per catch. So this Johnson news to me, I think— I've been looking through it through a Ravens lens. So if I know Johnson's not going to be there, and, well, first of all, from Steeler lens, Claypool has to be his best in this game. Yes. I mean, he has to be the star of the show, and we know he has the ability to do it. But to me, the difference between Johnson and Claypool, or one of, is Johnson's a route runner. I mean, yeah. he's a he's your man coverage beater. He's the... The ball comes out quick. He comes out of his breaks. Ben puts it on him, you know, and he generates after the catch, right? Or you and hit him on a short, separation. you hit him on a five-yard crossing route, and he turns it into a twenty-yard gain because yeah. he beats the guy around the corner. So if I were the Ravens, and this is a very risky approach considering who their cover guys are, I'd go back to how I'm built and blitz like crazy. And even though they're not very good corners, I'm press man coverages against Claypool and uh, you know, McLeod and Washington. Saying if you can, we're going to hit Ben, you know, and if you can get the ball out to those guys on time and get immediate separation, you'll have success against us. But our pass defense is bad now. Why not? There's no remedy for the bad pass defense. At least we they don't have the guy that can hurt us most anymore. That would put, to me, uh, more on Pat Fryermuth. Yeah, that's actually where I was going to go with that, too. Yeah. I, I would hope you see then a lot more 12 personnel. But that's also more geared towards running. And I did a, a video for the Steelers today, and Missy Matthews asked me, you know, well, what do you, what's the Johnson loss? You know, what's the ripple effect? Then the news was just broke, and I said, I think it's gin- I think it's ginormous. But to your point, okay, well now, are we detaching Najee? Are we detaching Fryermuth? Making those guys route runners and after the catch guys? They're ready. I mean, they have all the talent it's in the world. Yeah, they, right, they right. played 16 games of this thing. Uh, let those guys mm-hmm. let those guys go a little bit. And oh, by the way, the Ravens have been one of the worst teams in the league defending opposing tight ends tight this ends, year. Right? Yeah. That's I mean, they're point. just it's just been bad. Real bad. Real bad. Um, not only can they not cover receivers, Wide receivers are putting up fantasy points <laughs> left and right on them. Tight ends are too. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's that's the attack there. I've it, also heard. Is there any chance Deontay plays? I mean, this I mean, is there's so a late, chance. Though. Yeah, but uh, I'm not betting on it. I no, mean, you, right, you right. don't go on the COVID list this late and and mm-hmm. say, oh, that, there's good chance. No, it never happens, right? Yeah. Um. One of the things that I've heard this week, a lot of uh, people have asked Cam, like Cam Hayward was asked, you know, do you expect the Ravens to put the score up of the of the Dolphins mm-hmm. Colts game or the Colts Jazz, uh, game. Jazz game in the stadium? And he's like, oh, I think they'll do that to try to, you know. Mess with the Steelers a little bit. Yeah, give them something else to distract them or whatever. The Ravens need them to lose too, <laughs> right? Just because they so need more stuff. You're to You're putting happen. it up there. You're putting it up there for your own team too, right? I mean, if it's what <laughs> they, they snap the ball at one, 
let's say it's three o'clock p.m. on the East Coast, and you look up and the Colts are winning forty to nothing. It both affects teams, both teams. Both teams are like, well, <laughs> you know, this is fun, but why bother? You know, I, I have no because it's such a rivalry, and these coaches and these organizations are so proud, and such such they stress culture and winning. I don't know how these teams are going to handle things, especially if it becomes obvious that they're in both out. I just know, you know how I mean? they've handled it in the past. Right. That's the way I think about it, too. And neither of these teams is going, going to just go out there and roll over. I mean, the Ravens have lost three in a row to the Steelers. I mean, do they want to finish this mess of a year They've also with lost five in a row overall as a team. Yeah, right, exactly. Like, do you want, to go into the, you want to go into the offseason with a six-game losing six streak? Six-game losing streak, and everyone's talking about, no, they're they're done, or the time's over, and you lost four in a row to the, the division. Our line, offensive line's a mess, and, right, you know, right, right. you know, we got to fix that, and we don't have a ton of cap space. Let, you know, what's... Yeah, I mean, I still think both these organizations are very similar in this approach, is play to win this thing, and it's going to... I think it's going to be a really physical game, and I don't think... It, the, there's, there's not many games I'm looking forward to watching this weekend, frankly. Yeah. But this one, I think, is going to be very competitive, and it's probably going to be low scoring. And always, they'll probably come down to you know a kick at the end or a three-point game one way or another. Yeah, um, it's one of the reasons why when when Tim Benz brought up the boy, the, you know the 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 Broncos or the I'm sorry, not the Broncos, but the the Chargers and Raiders could just take a spend the whole game taking a knee and tie, and they I've would this they would both get into the playoffs because somebody threw it out there on right. Those teams aren't going to do that against each other. Division rivals. They're division right. rivals. Like, okay, if it were the Lions and the Saints doing it. And Peyton calls yeah. Kneebiter and they're like, yeah. let's just totally dog it. You know? That's different. But the, These are division rivals. They're not going to want to lay down for the, like, I can, right. what, you know, and you're always. I mean, you, you really think they're going to take a knee three times, punt, take a knee three times, punt, and we sit there and watch it for three hours, and yeah. that's the way the world goes? And remember, this is, you know, you're talking about Al Davis's team here. Yeah. You could see, I could see the Chargers going, yeah, I could see that, you know, the Raiders are going to do that. And then all of a sudden in the fourth quarter, they, they, Bombs away, they, right? yeah, they pretend to take a knee and run somebody deep, and right. they beat us and knock us out of the playoffs, and they go, ha, ha, ha. Carr you know? takes half a knee, stands up, and throws a bomb to Clifford Branch. You know, right. <laughs> that doesn't. That's why it would never happen. It's a silly theory to be even bring up. It's a silly theory. I mean, remember one year ago, the Eagles benched Hurts. I think it was on Sunday night. Yeah, and put Sudfeld in, basically tanking. You yes. know, they could say they didn't, but they got they moved up three spots in the draft order or whatever, and you know, so be it. The nation went crazy over that. Let alone not trying to do anything. Yeah. However, they do have a wonderful advantage in that. There's two seconds on the clock. Should I go for two or kick the extra point? You know, you know. Or, you know what I mean? You know what the what the situation is. You know is. what the situation is. And if it's, hey, we're happy with the tie here. I'm not going to risk it. Maybe that, you know, late game decision could influence it. Oh, well. I, I, I don't see so either they, one of them. They've earned it. You know? I don't see either one of them rolling over for the other. No way. That's just not going to happen. Uh, much like the Steelers and Ravens. Mm-hmm. And... You know, the one year, um, what well, was 2003, the Ravens could have rolled over in that game. Hmm. Rested guys. Yeah, yeah. They had wrapped up the division. The Steelers are coming to town. The Steelers, uh, you know, were six and nine at the time, I believe. Okay. And whatever they were, I think it was six and nine, uh, or maybe six, nine, and one. But they weren't in it. They weren't in it. They yeah, were done. Yeah. They were, and the Steelers came out and played hard. The Ravens, they were trying to get Jamal Lewis a 2,000 yard season. They weren't going to they they wanted to play to beat the Steelers. Well, they beat the Steelers in that game in overtime 13 to 10. Mm-hmm. Bill Cowher ran a fake punt from deep in his own territory and 
He's like, what do I have to lose? You know? He, yeah. You know. I mean, there might be some of those things that happen. I can see that. Right, yeah. right. I mean, I think there'll be a ton of it around the league. Like, yeah. if I'm we've, the NGO We've or... repped this play all season long. Like, <laughs> right. You know. The Bears. Throw or it out there. You know, someone that doesn't have anything to lose, I'm probably getting fired. Yeah, so again, we yeah. practice it all year. Let's fire it out there. Yeah. You know? Razzle-dazzle, sir. It, yeah. It's going to be a weird <laughs> week. I mean, and this will probably be a weird game. But deep down, it's Ravens-Steelers with something to play for. Yeah. So I need to know. But that 2003 game, because the Ravens played hard to beat the Steelers in the closing game, mm-hmm. bumped the Steelers up in the in the draft order. Steelers finish 11th. Uh, they yes. get Ben Roethlisberger out of it. History. Right. And you can't predict, you know, it, it goes back to the tanking's a good idea conversation. I mean, first of all, it isn't, especially in this sport. And really, I mean, I don't know how it benefited the Eagles, you know, the one I referenced, if you moved up three spots – I mean, are they a much different team if they didn't? You know what I mean? You right. know, it, it just isn't it, it's, it's culture. It's culture. You know, if, if, roll you, over to the, the Ravens. The and Steel, crazy, yeah, the know? Steelers right. have a, a young locker room, especially on offense. Extremely. And if you say, well, this game doesn't matter, or you play like this game doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Even the second half. Even the second half. Right. What does that tell? What, does, what message does that send to those guys? Right. Well, we play 17 games, but they don't all matter. Right. Najee thinks, oh, that's what the NFL's about? You yeah. Know, like, it wasn't like that at Bama. I'm not cool with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not like, treating no it. You know, you're not going to treat that game. And the other part of it is, if, if you go out there, you know, kind of going half effort, or any, that's when you get hurt. That's also when you get hurt. Yeah. You know, there's a reason why the, the Browns had a bunch of guys get hurt in that game last mm-hmm. week. And they probably could have been a little more they could have uh, given a little better yeah. effort than they did that's why when, when people talk about well the Steelers went out and ran for 188 yards and well you know this is mm-hmm. great and you know the, the offensive line coach must have made a difference watch the tape on some of those runs yeah the not effort was not great and yeah. right. they were pretty excited to get out of there yeah both sides of the ball I mean no, and right. it's it's human nature because the day before they'd been eliminated oh I talked about that too like yeah. I can't imagine putting yourself in the brown shoes I mean Maybe when they got on a bus to come to Pittsburgh, huge game, we got a chance, feeling just like the Steelers are now. We yeah. might need something. We win these but, last two, we got a right. chance. Yeah, division rivals, we'll beat these two teams, we're playing a little better. And you get to the stadium and it's like, well, you know, <laughs> nothing here really worth, you know, it's got to just be a downer. I mean, it's got to be a letdown in a big way. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, and, you know, you're as excited they're all fighting some kind of injury, some of them more than others. Am I going to exert myself even right. to the fullest? You know, But really, I mean, hurts. and I've heard it too many times for it to not hold some water that guys talk about. If you're out there just trying to— That's when you get crushed. That's when you get hurt. That's you know, you're not, you're not quite as on your toes. You're not, yeah. you're not being as aggressive. Uh, you're standing around the—guys are standing around the pile. That's the worst place oh, to be in an NFL game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly— it's one of the things I really hate about the Pro Bowl is someone's really going to get hurt in that capacity, but they don't really even play hard enough for that to happen yeah. there. I mean, that's like an NBA All Star game where they don't play. Defense, and you're talking you know? about the best of the best. They have, yeah, they're more capable of and kind of protecting no each other. Or, yeah, you know, the young guy trying to make a name for himself and get on tape and blast, that's why Pete you know? Rose got so much, uh, you know, flack for running over Ray Fossey in mm-hmm. the All Star game. Like it's the All Star game. What are you doing? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't expect any laying down. I mean. Could you even imagine Rudolph finishing the game in the fourth quarter? I don't see it unless yeah. unless unless the game's completely out of hand one way or the other. I, I mean, if the Colts is, is games out, no, of hand. I don't. I don't no, think so. You don't think they even pay attention? To I don't think so. Much, yeah, okay. I think they just hey, we're playing our we're playing this game. We're playing it to mm-hmm. win. Um, if whatever happens with the Colts happens with the Colts. 
That being said, I don't expect to see Lamar. I don't either. I, I just think every week's been the same. I mean, I, all the people that I've heard and just listened to over the week, they're all like, he's not playing. I mean, even if it was a playoff game, I'm not sure he's capable. But for their chances to get in, I don't know that it's worth the risk to put him out there. That's the thing. I mean, you don't you don't want to put him out there if he is um, compromised. If he's, if he's majorly compromised. I mean, if he can't get out of the way and he's going to take hits that he wouldn't have, can't play his style of game. And, and plus, what's he going to be like after sitting the last month? And he hasn't practiced at all, right? You know, right. Not, he's, he's right. not throwing the football. He's, he's, he's you know, yeah, he didn't your timing's today, not going to be great. You're, no, right. You know, all of a sudden, you, uh, you know. And I do hate this argument since he got hurt. Well, well, that's why you don't want a super athlete quarterback that's super relying on his legs. Like, the injury didn't happen because of that. If he's not going to move as well, sure, it'd be great. You know, if Brady moved like an injured Lamar, he'd be just fine. Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com. Slash awards. Don't yeah, get me wrong, right. you know, but that's no different than any other position. But he can't play his style, right? And if he can't play, if he right. can't play his style, it's like you know, it's like he's in shackles out there, mm-hmm. in his leg shackles. Okay, yeah. I got to stay in the, you know, I got to stay in the pocket. It's just not not what he's used to doing, right? It, right. That, that would be anybody. Would be anybody. You know? and, and I mean, I think there's an argument like in the Lamar world of. Do I want to sign him to an eight-year deal like Mahomes? Because once he does start slowing down and he's got to rely on, you know, from the waist up as opposed to the waist down, uh, I think that's, there's an that's, argument. That's, that's a, a legit argument. argument. Yeah. That's a legit Can argument. Can he make but... the transition that, say, Michael Vick made, mm-hmm. where Michael Michael Vick could still run right. later in his career, That you know, but he couldn't – he didn't run like he used to. No. Um, but he was a better thrower. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. yeah I think so, too. But, like – I don't want to hear the argument if the Steelers are – when we start talking about, like, Malik Willis from Liberty, who's a super athlete, has a lot of work to do as a passer. You can't win with those guys. You know, that's not the you know that's not the answer. I'm like, yeah, they're no fun to play against. No, they, they definitely <laughs> yeah, aren't. Right. And, yeah. right, I don't get 18 years out of them, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's all part of the argument there. Um, but, yeah, I'm interested to see the game. Um, you know, I don't think intensity is going to be a problem. And I think for both teams, is the Ravens don't want to finish 8-9. and nine. Right, right, right. That's a losing season. That's a losing season. That's you know, an embarrassment. The Steelers, start. you get to nine, seven, and one. You had, I mean, you, even if you don't make the playoffs, well, we were, we had a winning record, mm-hmm. and you know, it goes. It, you know, I, I hear There's this all pride time. here. I mean, these guys, it's, it's all about pride. It's all about pride. And again, you're trying to both teams really trying to build something with young. They, oh yeah. Realistically, they both have very young offenses. Yeah, they do, especially with who the Ravens have been forced to play and all that, and. I mean, they're not an old team either. I right. Mean, they have the Calais Campbells of the world. I mean, a couple old guys. But they got some drafted. guys that, you know, this could be the last game for them, too. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, Campbell, Jimmy Smith, some of these guys mm-hmm. have been longtime parts of yeah. know, this kind of stuff. And, and to be honest, what the Browns showed on Monday night is a rarity. You know, I mean, the eye in the sky doesn't lie. And if you're putting subpar tape out there, 
I mean, I did that job. I watched every snap of NFC West, you know, in that year of the Browns. Yeah. And if I saw that on tape, I mean, I'm jotting that down. Like, Put it this hey. way. Dan Moore played left tackle against Miles Garrett mm-hmm. on Monday night with a badly sprained ankle that he hurt early in the first quarter. Mm, yeah. He got rolled up. Finished the game, and Miles Garrett was not a factor in that game. Right. At all. Right, right, right. And if you watch the tape... Miles Garrett, every time the Steelers ran the ball, was just kind of standing up and saw somebody else will make the tackle. Yeah, he just kind of came out of his stance slow and yeah. you know, wasn't chasing the ball. Didn't, and, there know, was right, no pursuit, right, right. none right. of that kind of stuff. And I've I've seen Miles Garrett play at full speed. and That's different than that. It's different than that. <laughs> He's a total superstar. Yeah. You know I mean, um, everyone he, around here is He led a rookie right. left tackle on a bad wheel. Mm-hmm. A guy, uh, Dan Moore is in a walking boot this week. Yeah. <laughs> Right, right. He's, you let that guy finish the game against you. Nothing against Dan Moore, mm-hmm. but he's a rookie left tackle, and you let him finish the game on a bad wheel because you just didn't give effort. I wonder if that would have been the Ra- – I'm not killing the Browns, but if that were the Ravens or the Steelers and that was, I don't know, T.J. Watt or pick your best guys, you know, whoever it was, and you put them out there and, you know, would would they would that have been acceptable? I bet not. Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. There's too many generations ahead of you that did it. And when you talk about culture, most, I mean, a lot of teams would not have given it 100, gone crazy in that game, I guess. But, I mean, everyone's focus is on Garrett. If, you, if you're if you too injured to play and it doesn't matter, get off the field. But right. if you're just going to kind of pay patty cake and stand around, I mean, you're not influencing the team big it, picture. It, well. At some point, the other team realizes, hey, we don't need to double this guy at all. Without you know, question. You, Dan right. Moore comes off the field after the second series and goes, I got this. Yeah, right, you know? right, right. Okay, we don't have to double him. So does JOK look over at Garrett and be like, he's kind of walking around. I guess it's okay around here to do that's that. The thing, that's, that's the, the thing, thing when your that's leader I mean. does that. Right. You know? The Ravens and Steelers don't do that for our whole lifetime. Yeah. You know, right? I mean, that, that's the culture. When we talk about culture, that's the kind of things that we mean. Um, TJ Watt won his third consecutive team MVP award today. It's an easy one. It, it, it is. Cam Hayward to me was did a Cam's, lot of dirty Cam's work. been the glue that's kind of yeah. held us. He leads all defensive linemen in the league in tackles. Cam again, does. this is like a second or third straight year that he's done that. Okay. He also has nine sacks, nine and a lot of batted balls. Yeah, right, and a lot of double teams. And you look at him. You look at Najee Harris is fourth in the league in sure, rushing. Sure, um, Deontay Johnson has a hundred catches and eleven hundred receiving yards mm-hmm. and. You know, Minka hasn't stunk either. I mean, I'm, they, I'm they were, yeah, right and, and your quarterback can always be that guy, and they could have, you know, they could have given him the, 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 nice the send off. Um, um, but it's, it's, and why doesn't play as many snaps as any of those guys? Right. I mean, he's missed some substantial time. You know, we're giving away major honors like that. But how do you? But they're eight, five, and one just when he starts the game. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah, when he yeah. starts, they're zero oh and two when he didn't play at all. Yeah. And the games that he left and didn't finish. And how Did do you not work lobby out so for well. him for defensive MVP if he's not the Steelers MVP? That's the you other, know what I mean? yeah. Like someone in Cleveland or some Hubarkish type guy will be like, "Well, they didn't even make him their their MVP. How can I vote for him?" Well, you got to give it to him. And, <laughs> and he was, he, and he was the best. Twenty one and a half sacks. <laughs> right. And, I mean, in, in thirteen f- games or whatever. Yeah, right? yeah. So I mean, it, he was their best player. He's affected every game that he's played in. Mm-hmm. Right. Remarkably, Hayward and, would be my second choice. Yeah. Though. I mean, just. I just I a lot of times when I'm at games I'll just focus on Watt when the Steelers are on defense mm-hmm. to watch the gauntlet that he has to run yeah to get to the quarterback 
It's not like, just beat the right tackle. It's not just beat the right tackle. Oftentimes they'll have a wide receiver chipping him first or a tight mm-hmm. end chipping him first, and then it's the tackle, and then the back's behind the tackle. <laughs> like, yeah, he's yeah. he's, occu- he's occupying guy. three guys. The other thing they do, which isn't a glitch in the Steelers' defense, but you'll often see three wide to his side. Yeah, and in certain play calls, he has to bump off the line of scrimmage and yeah. isn't coming, or you know, is not defending the slot, but he's in the flats there. You know, I mean, others don't do that. No, he's draw. He, he plays coverage a little bit more than mm-hmm. uh, less well, than I think he a, used to. But. A lot more though than anybody else who's listed as an edge. Oh yeah, than the Miles Garrett. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. right, right, without question. That's why I don't necessarily like that edge designation because they're they're still different. They are still different. And, Defense in general has become hard to pigeonhole. You know, there's a lot of different types of safeties out there. I mean, a slot corner is not the same as an outside corner. You know, I mean, it's it's hard to give these guys true definitions, you know. Yeah. But it's positionless football, as mm-hmm. Mike Tomlin likes to say, and that's that's where the league's going. And Watt does everything yeah. well. You know, I mean, right? you know, and sometimes they bring him up the middle. Sometimes right. they'll you know, put him over the guards. and We see more of that this yeah. year, too. Roaming around the second level, stuff like that, too. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah, he's he's that. I mean, he should have won it. He's the queen on the chessboard. He's the queen. Yeah, you know, you got to stop the queen because yeah. the queen can move all over the place and do lots of different you things. Think he gets the record. Yes, I do too. That's he a had perfect three, opportunity. He had three and a half sacks the last time. Yeah, they played. Um, They're allowing the most sacks in the league. Folks. They've I mean, allowed the most sacks. Right. I couldn't. I sent you this last night. I was putting together a, a DFS lineup, mm-hmm. and the Steelers were three thousand dollars less than the Ravens. Yeah, right, right, right. Like three thousand dollars. You have too, the right. you have the the league's best sack team. The Steelers now lead the league in sacks mm-hmm. against the league's worst, worst. sack team. Right. That's Steelers Steelers are getting at least five points, five defensive points in this game in terms of sacks. I mean, do you really think they're going to give up thirty? I mean, these teams aren't going to score no. points either. You know, right? You know, so no, it was nineteen I, with Lamar the last time. Like. I mean, the last I saw, the spread was five and a half. It's too. crazy. That seems so high to me. It's much, much like last week. Deontay news, but still, yeah. it's like these games are always three points. They both have basically the equal amount to play with. They play four. Neither one's a perfect team by any stretch of the imagination. Right. I mean, there's a lot of problems right now. But which team has looked better in terms of defense of late? The f- defenses aren't close. No. I mean, one thing I will say about the Ravens is. They've played a couple opponents very close. Oh, they to have. Quality opponents, have. Packers, Rams, yeah. you know. And so, I mean, they're not laying down for anybody. I mean, their point differential of late hasn't been bad against good teams. But they found, still lost five. They've found ways to lose where earlier in the season they, they were finding them. ways to win. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and I don't think anyone's shocked if it comes down to a Boswell or Tucker attempt to win this thing. Not at I mean, all. This is how it goes. We're a two-point conversion try. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice, yeah. <laughs> he is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with more right after this. Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. 